Hi, good morning. It's great to be alive. I am Dr. Miriam Smith. I'm from the Empower New Nurses show, and I'm excited today to have a guest. Although we are celebrating Women's Month, we have a male guest here today who can identify with situations and problems and concerns of both women and men. And so it's my pleasure to introduce to you a special young man who has been contributing to society, who has helped many, many uh, individuals worldwide to be sober again. And without any further ado, this morning, I'm going to ask our guest. I want to say thank you so much, um, RJ, to accept this invitation. And although you're not a woman today, although you're not a woman, of course, you have had clients, women who have had concerns and you have a course, share your experiences with them, and they have benefited tremendously. And so without any further ado, let me say welcome to RJ Zimmerman. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> uh, first off, thank you for having me, Dr. Smith. Like, it's exciting to be back. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I'm RJ Zimmerman. I am a host of a sobriety and mental health podcast called Untapped Keg. And I'm an alcohol-free life coach. Um, and through my experiences of sharing my mental health journey, along with my sobriety journey, which is I'm nine years sober from alcohol, um, I've had people reach out to tell me that my story has helped to make them not feel alone and take some first steps or even sometimes, you know, four or five steps in order to um, make their own life a little bit, a little bit more fun and a little bit more present. And that, when you get that feedback, like that is, that's something that makes your heart sore. That is very indescribable when you help people and they reach out and say, your story, which doesn't feel overly special or overly uh, motivating to me because it's my story and it's my life, but to other people, they resonate with it and connect with it on a level that uh, that really helps them. Great. Thanks for sharing that. Do you have um, connections worldwide or different countries? Can you tell us a little about that? Because, you know, mental illness and sobriety, they sort of affect people globally. We can't just say locally. Elaborate on that for me. Yeah. So through the podcast and then through different groups that I've joined. Um, I've met people from, gosh, like, you know, 15 different countries, whether wow. it's through uh, having ADHD, whether it's through um, mental health, just advocacy and talking about uh, my own personal struggles or uh, their struggles and just being a, a person who can listen and offer some space for them to just be themselves and accept it accept it or if we talk about um you know alcohol and substance dependency and addiction sobriety recovery 
being alcohol free, uh, whatever language you want to use. It's really incredible to have made these connections that start online. But when you take people up on their offers of friendship and um, wanting to be in a space with you, like it becomes something more. And it really is the start of friendships. And, you know, one example of that is uh, I went to Brazil a few weeks ago and I had, so I have a friend from Brazil that I've known since high school. And he said, you know, come down here. You don't have to pay for anything, but your, your plane ticket. I'm looking for plane tickets. And I tell my friend who's in the UK that uh, I'm going to fly down to Brazil. And he offered to look because he's such a, he travels so much. He knows ways to get uh, plane tickets for cheap. He's able to get me my plane ticket for 50% off. And I didn't even ask for him to do that or anything. He just offered and I took him up on it. Then I get down to Brazil and all I had to pay for was my plane ticket. They were so happy to have me there and everything else. But a second example of that is meeting uh, a special Dr. Miriam Smith and her telling me to come to New York City, which I've never been, and experience her life and her domain. And I took her up on that. And uh, I'm actually visiting you now, which is very exciting. We're doing this uh, from your house, which is it's really exciting. And you can see the big smile on my face, how how amazing it is, these connections that you can make. And you really start to realize inside of yourself that this is real, that people are here to support you. And you start to internalize that instead of all the negative, but all the positives you start to internalize. And that doesn't mean that you brush over or you don't look at the negative, but it means that the positives are there for you to look at and help you break those negativity cycles. That's a mouthful. <laughs> that's a, that's more than a mouthful, RJ. And it's just a pleasure to have you in this domain, in this space, sharing your experiences, because just listening to you can motivate others to be sober and to be open, to be transparent. And that brings healing with it. And you are one of my persons on a podcast and your podcast really is moving like lightning. It's with rapid speed. And I want to congratulate you on that. I know there are a few words that we would use in podcasting and words like consistency. Keep going, persevere, be positive, work with integrity and dignity and appreciate each other. And there was something that I learned from this also that you're RJ, I'm Miriam. And we have different spaces. However, when we come together, we just embrace and we just embody the needs out there. And there are eight, more than eight billion people living in planet Earth. And guess what? You're a podcaster in your area. I'm a podcaster in my area. And there is something for each one. Someone wants to hear your story, RJ, and someone wants to hear mine. And I just want to re reflect a little on time when we met in person um, and, and in Texas. 
Dallas, Texas last year. What sort of experience in a nutshell we had or you had um, with thousands? We had over 13,000 people. Um, what what was it like for you? Just using your experience, your knowledge, your expertise and just immersing in others. Um, at first, it was a little overwhelming because coming out of, uh, I wouldn't say out of COVID, but like to a place in COVID where we could gather again, right? Uh, to these times now, how does it feel to be around all of these people that you're just, you're unsure? Like, and it ended up being because people are so hopeful. You're around all this hope. You're around all this creativity, all of this. Um, people willing to share their experiences and and try to provide you steps on the path, right? And when you when you get around those people, it fills you up to the point where you feel lifted up, and you can start to see you can start to see things from uh, instead of just the trees right in front of your face, you can start to see the forest, and you can start to see the possibilities, and make these connections that. Um, you may not have been able to before. And so when you surround yourself with people who are trying to grow and create and um, be open to experiencing life as it comes, that helps you to find the same, those same things in life. And then, you know, if you're willing to learn a little bit about yourself of what it is that you're looking for from life and then, okay, if I'm looking for this from life, how can I put that into my hobby? How can I put that into my passion? And how can I turn that into a career or a place where that's where I put most of my time and energy? So um, being down there around people and then meeting you for the first time in person and knowing that you're a, a, a warm and caring person, but uh, just not ready for the firecracker that is uh, Dr. Miriam Smith and how much fun we had and all the laughter and uh, the deep conversations that we also shared too, right? Like it's when you open yourself up to experiences, you never know exactly what you're going to get, but it ends up being, uh, it ends up being life-changing if you let it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is amazing. Just who, you know, it's so important, RJ, to, like you throw a stone into some water and the ripple and how it goes out. The fact that I, through Joanna's influence, started um, this podcast, meeting Jonathan. And we're going to give a shout out to Jonathan there. He's our mentor, right? Yeah. He's a Dr. Burgess and Dr. Jones and Jalicia and RJ RJ, um, Ruby, 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 RJ. All right. Yeah. And others, but we, and Ed Jones, right? It has been such a family. You know, it doesn't go with any color. It doesn't go with, it just goes with human being and love and humanity. That's what we experience as a podcast family. I think we are the greatest in the world. I think yeah. we're the greatest in the world when it comes to family relationship. And we just want this to be maintained. And today we want to influence others. You know, there are many women out there, RJ, today who might be um, 
might feel inadequate or might feel that they're not worth it. We just want to remind them that they are valuable and there's a space there for them. There is a space there for them. And so we want to encourage them to be strong, to be courageous and seek help when help is needed. Apart from um, connecting with others and interacting with each other. Sometimes there are issues that need more of expertise or need some more therapy. And it's okay to address that. There are people who are trained and in your area of specialty, you have impacted so many lives. And had it not been for you out there, maybe some of those persons would not have been helped. So we're encouraging others to make use of the opportunities that they might see or they might, they might be and they might encounter, you know. So I'm looking at, for example, nurses, some of our young nurses, because I'm the, the, I am the host for the Empower New Nurses. And there are times when nurses can be overwhelmed. And I'm saying today that our young nurses, especially today when we have so many challenges, don't be scared to ask for help. And sometimes, um, even during, um, as a result of COVID, uh, there has been residues that have been left. Some individuals, they have not received their, or their taste bud, their smell, you know, sense of smell or taste have not yet returned. Some are hoping for it to be returned. And of course, the grieving process, because so often we have reflections of those who we loved, those whom we worked with, and today they are no longer. And it is as a result of the COVID. There are young ones who are still mourning the loss of their parents and parents, the loss of their young. And so we need to continue to be compassionate, be loving, be kind, and be sensitive to others and their needs. It's, it's important to think of others and of equality. You know, don't discriminate. Be positive and show love and care for human beings. Because we're all equal. We all have the same father, whether we choose to, whether we choose to, um, accept it or not. But we are human beings and human beings need to be treated with dignity, regardless of their situation, with dignity and respect. These are some key words. We're about to say bye at this time, but we continue for the month of March is celebrating women. And I just want to give a shout out to a few, to a few women who have, I know have definitely contributed to society and in my local area. And I'm going to, um, cite, um, sister or Miss, Miss Dorit Anderson, an educator, a retired educator who has contributed greatly to the Victory Seventh-day Adventist Church, also in education. She has gone beyond the call of duty to ensure that young people gain education. And she has motivated many of us, including my children too, and others. I would say a big salute to her and for her contributions to society. 
in the form of education and her model example that she has set for all of us. I want to also recognize um, Sister Wellington for her kindness towards young people. I want to shout out to the women of the Victory Church. Um, Sister Adams, you know, Sister Adams, she always um, looking out for the children's program, although she's not a biological mother. She always look out for children. And all the other women of the church, Sister Boatswain, Pat Finderin, Sister Joan Ephraim, Sister Evadne Taylor, and many more of the Victory Church who have contributed. Sister Newell, and I could go on and on and on, but I want to just single out those women who have done greatly for young people. And I've seen them grown and have established their own families now. And I just say kudos to them. So RJ, you might have somebody or a few women that you want to acknowledge right now before we come to the end of this uh, segment. Um, well, two people I want to shout out with are two people that are my new business partners uh, in creating sobriety, non-alcoholic events so that people can feel connected in their life, even though they're not drinking anymore, which that's one of the big hangups when you start to uh, move into sobriety or move away from alcohol is how am I going to connect with people? How am I going to be able to live? Like my life is going to be boring. But uh, that's Elena Thorstensen and uh, Christina Kimbrough, who are both just looking to create a better life for people that they don't want to escape from. And they're, you know, gracious enough to uh, understand kind of where I'm coming from and creating that connection, too. Um, and then, you know, along those lines, I, I really want to give a shout out to, um, you know, just all those people that are creating those entrepreneurs that are creating and um, doing a lot of amazing things in life to help kids understand that they can do what they put their mind to or to create a, a better, honestly, a better society for people uh, to choose different different things to do right and that's you know that goes right to joanna who's doing so much to help everybody and let alone you know what she's uh creating herself and putting everything into it and that's just gonna help to create a better society for people so uh, those are some just a few of the people that i want to shout out great great thank you thank you so much rj for coming on i know this platform you'll be on again. I'm sure of that. And I appreciate you taking time out from your busy coming way from Virginia. Is it Virginia? Yep. To New York to share on my platform. I feel very special about that. And I just <laughs> want to encourage my young nurses that if you decide that you can choose, you know, to be a part of a podcast, share your story. All right. You can contact RJ. You can contact me. You can contact Jonathan Jones. And of course, if you decide to do a book, you can contact who? Dr. Fred Jones. Now, how can you connect with us? 
we're appealing to you. We have programs coming up and empowering new nurses. The book also empowering a guide for new nurses will be coming out very soon. Very soon. It's being worked on and we know it's coming and it's coming with power. It's coming with so much force and empowerment that you will be confident. You will be confident from the information in it. You will be empowered to achieve and to deliver the highest quality care, the evidence-based care, the, the empirical care, the one that have been researched and proven to be the right thing to do. So today, you can contact, con connect with me on YouTube at Miriam Amanda Smith. You can contact me on Instagram at PodcastMir. On Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. Wow, TikTok. Join us. There's always something for you to learn. There's almost always something for you to share with us. RJ, thanks, man, for coming. Be blessed. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Welcome. Great day. Hi, everyone. I'm Good Dr. Miriam Smith, DNP. And I today, I just want to welcome you to the Empowering Universe show. Actually, I'm excited again to that be you are able here. to say and thanks for the support that you have been given, given to me and to other young nurses. the Empowering Universe show. So today, we will be talking year. about we one of the skills at the end of the year. We should and, ensure um, that it's done today properly. Actually and December do you want to guess 23rd. what that one is? Or this one is? Yesterday was my Okay, while you're thinking, it is definitely the and, proper um, or the right way of inserting a urinary catheter. It was a blessing. So this time I'll talk I about just, to just the insertion of it, the proper way. My, no, my next series, to be my, my next um, episode will definitely be about the maintenance. So just remember that today we're talking about the proper insertion of success and her uh, endeavors. Urinary cannon. I must say. So first of all, to pass. I know you got all your stuff that you're going to be using. Prepare for it. But at this point, it's going to be talking difference. about first, we're going to do a proper hygiene, proper hand hygiene. And I'm grateful. Before and after. Of the positivity. The yes, it's important. And stories. We're going to be inserting the catheter under with so an aseptic technique, also with the right instruments. And I want and to see you my have the right uh, family. size catheter for your patient. I want patient. to give a shout to my mentor. And there is something Jonathan. very, very important. You must indicate. Jonathan there must be documented the reason for also this catheter. Dr. 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 urinary retention, whatever Red the Jones. cause is. And that's the world doctor's order. I remember the time when it All used to my, be inserted, you know. I would say now colleagues. it has to be ordered. Yeah, okay? like RG, So you're going to indicate, Ed, you're going to document the indications for it. And Dr. you're going to put the time when it's inserted. Jaleesa. The date. And all the others. The person who in, who um, I'm just excited that because we are making sure I've that met you guys safe. and that we're you're part making of sure my that we are preventing family. Um, I really um, appreciate as we would say that is catheter all the best for the season, urinary tract and infection. success. Some patients go to the hospital and they end up with that. So we're gonna make we sure that you have done your part in making sure that this doesn't happen. And just happen. love and care for one another. Okay, by adhering to these key points. 
that patient should be okay. All those and who you have, are going to be an advocate for that patient. And have participated in the interviews. And you're going on rounds or you're talking to your doctor and you're talking that to the team. Comments. And you do, and there's no need for that. I then want to give a shout removed. out to Dr. Mayer. So it's important I want to, give a to make sure out that to you Mary know all about this. And make sure you know the policy that goes with that. Smith. Right? Because sometimes, although the indication... Somewhere to Marona Dixon. Say, for example, CBC might say something, it's okay, but with this policy for your hospital, it doesn't go by that. It doesn't, um, is that, for example, a patient might be using it for in bed for a long time. No, that's for that particular hospital or that um, facility. They want it to be not to be uh, one of the indicators. So make sure you know where you are. And especially if you moonlight also, remember that oh, different so policies are for different hospitals or different um My daughter Joanna, who has been inspirational. So to I'm me. Dr. Miriam Smith. And give the I'm your host so and I welcome you again to, to the Empower New Nurses show. No, now you can get me on me with you my Amanda book. Smith. You can That's also find book. me on Podcast Mayor, an Apple I podcast. Am grateful. Uh, I'm grateful to everyone who has yes. I'm on those Facebook, Instagram. So really it was a pleasure you. to have you today. I appreciate you. Those of have you to tell somebody else about this. Supporting me um, on this journey. Empowering New Nurses show. The book will be coming out. That empowering New Guide for Empowering New Nurses. I appreciate I know you have been doing well. And we just continue to just embrace and of course, this noble profession. My former as you continue. All right. I've seen Have some a great of you day. commenting Be blessed. on the on the platform. Those who don't even think that they have impacted me, but they hi have. everyone. I'm Dr. Miriam Smith, you. DNP, and today that I just want to welcome you to the Empowering Nurses Show. Going, keep I'm going excited going, again keep that going, you are here. Keep going, and thanks for the support going, that you have going. been given, given to My me and to others. Young. Nurses. So today we'll be talking about one of the skills was that just there we should ensure that is done properly. Thought that the book, and the timing, do you want to guess what that one is? Or this one is? And the, okay, while well, you're thinking, it is definitely the proper or the right way of inserting a urinary um, catheter. So this time I'll talk about just the insertion and if I don't of it, the proper the names, way. You know that my, not, my next series or my next um, episode will okay. definitely be about the maintenance. And let's so just remember that going today this we're talking about the proper insertion of empowering nurses. Uh, great things are happening. Urinary catheter. And we'll continue to happen. So first of all, just great, 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 great. I know you got all your stuff Thanks again. that you're going to be using. I haven't left prepared any it. But Fill in this going blank if I didn't call your name. Proper hygiene, proper hand hygiene. It's just my limitations, right? Insertion. But you are part Yes, of it's it. important. Please accept that. We're going to be inserting of your the catheter under with an aseptic technique, also with the right instruments. You're going to be, you're going to have the right Happy uh, New Year size catheter for your patient. And there is something very, very important. You 